0: If you're like me, going for a walk, whether it's within a two-kilometre radius or not, involves lining up some podcasts, getting the headphones in, and hitting the pavement. But what if we left the distractions behind and really focused on connecting our body and mind through movement? Hello, thanks for joining me again today here on the UOK Podcast. I hope you are feeling okay. We're halfway through another week, still unsure of what lies ahead, so that can be uncomfortable. But, you know, if your mind is full of thoughts and what ifs, I think you'll really enjoy today's chat. I'm joined by coaching psychologist, lecturer, author and former UN peacekeeper Hugh O'Donovan, who is passionate about mindful walking. Now, if you're feeling penned in by the current two kilometre restrictions, I really think Hugh might help to... Maybe shift your perspective on the value we can glean from even the simplest of walks.
1: The importance of movement to to human well being um, is we we know this for 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 sixty odd years now, um, and the connection between physical activity and well being. And critically, and I think this is something that we we don't often focus on. But the the ability of of, of exercise to lift our mood, and um, when we might need to as I call it, um, lift and shift your mood uh, in a way that's beneficial. And sometimes it's kind of counterintuitive, you know, that you're sitting down and you're feeling a bit a bit lazy or you're feeling a bit down. Um, you know, what what's kind of, oh God, I have to go out and, and walk now. But it's actually when you do it, when you practice it, you find that, that your mood shifts along the way. I mentioned three things, Jan. I invite people in the work that I do and in bringing this to people, I invite them to show up um, to really show up to the present moment, to actually slow down. We're not looking to get anywhere. We're not looking to supercharge anything. And then to notice um, what's going on around us, um, and to, to 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 bring a quality of curiosity to what's going on around us. Because the world we live in um, is very familiar to us, and we're we're quite routine in, in in the way we go about our our lives. And sometimes we miss the magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and bringing this this movement. And and this um, the mindful qualities, um, of mindful movement, and um, and it it can be walking, it can be tai chi, it can be yoga. There's lots of ways of doing that, um, and it it kind of brings you to a, a different space where you can calm, you can you can bring peace and and calm to to what might be a, a stressful kind of situation that you might find yourself in. So that's the idea, really.
0: And what does that look like then? So to show up for yourself in the moment. To go on a mindful walk or to be mindful on your walk, what does that look like as you're going about your walk?
1: The idea of mindfulness is, is to create an intention, initially to create an intention, and that is the intention to to slow down, to become a bit more grounded, you know, so that before you would you would head off that you might, as I often call it, that you come to your senses and. Um, Rather than putting on your your, your walking gear and um, and heading off out with your headphones, and 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 off at a lick or whatever, and that's fine. I've, I've no problem with that. It's it's good exercise in its own right. But if you bring this quality of slowing down, then it's to it's to it's to develop. It's to, come to your senses. It's to be more grounded. And in a practical sense, even to the point of just stopping, and feeling you know feeling the contact of your feet with the ground. Um, just beginning to to notice, to see what's around you with 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 a greater appreciation. Maybe it's to to just listen um, and and focus your attention and narrow the focus of your attention to this listening. And I'm just truly amazed at the moment. I'd, I'd often hear the bird song around the place, but my goodness, they're they're singing their hearts out at the moment. They
0: are, um, yeah. Do you have a sort of a technique for people who might be a little bit intimidated by the idea of it to to get into mindful walking?
1: It's a choice, um, Jan. You know, I, all, all I ever ask of people really or maybe more to the point all I ever invite people to do is to actually experiment with it, to experiment okay. with this, with this kind of slowing down. But maybe just just kind of play and practice with the pace that you're walking at. Um, maybe um, you know on on a walk that you might um, decide to stop somewhere. You know something gets your attention. There's, there's a lovely poem by um, William Henry Davies, and he says, um, "We have no time to stand and stare." So it's 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 really there's there's no mystery or there's no particular kind of magic bullet um, to all of this. It it really is just to 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 create the intention to slow down because then the body. Um, is 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 beginning to get the message um, that this that this slowing down is 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 can be kind of beneficial and over time you get to to um you get that sense of um, being able to focus your attention being able to create that space where um, there is time to stand and stare there is no rush um, and it doesn't mean that you can't pick up the pace subsequently
0: yeah, I think how you put it earlier about coming to your senses is a lovely way to think about it, you know, to connect your mind and your body and to be grounded in the world and, you know, smell the smells, hear the birds, you know, touch the leaves, whatever it is. It's a lovely, very simple way to think about it, but very impactful.
1: You're you're creating a, a particular time and space where you're releasing different um, neurochemicals, different um, endorphins in the body. Um, you know that it's not all about um, speeding things up. It's actually having the ability to to slow things down. And these, you know, when we talk about mindfulness, we're we're actually talking about low positive emotions, um, not high positive emotions like excitement and joy and whatever, or indeed high negative emotions like you know anger and anxiety and stress and whatever. Um, so it's it's kind of we, we all want to. We all want the the, the, the the joyous emotions, you know, and that's that's what it is to be human. But there's also that space for for calmness and and contentment, and I, I, I don't know, just maybe as an example. Some some um, I was talking to somebody there recently, and, and they were asking me what is, what is this mindfulness um, about in any event, and uh, they were describing how their father, who was a farmer, and um, he used to do his day's work and he'd be busy doing and all of that, but. After dinner, um, when he was finished in the evening, especially in the summer when things were growing and progressing, he'd go out to the the back of the farm and they had a nice view and he'd sit down outside, he'd light his pipe, and he'd just be with the the moments um, for that period of time. And she said to me, is is that mindfulness? And I said, yes, absolutely. It's not formal mindfulness, but it's giving yourself space to, to actually be with what is and to really do nothing.
0: I remember actually you said it to me in the past, Hugh, about this idea of us living on a spectrum of mental health from maybe minus 10 to plus 10. And whilst we maybe sometimes feel as though we crave trying to get up to nine and 10, it's actually not where it's safe for us to be. And if we can connect with our contentedness around the four, five, six, seven, it's actually, you know, that's a, we're, we're perfectly happy there.
1: Getting up to the higher numbers that you talk about there. Um, there are times, you know, maybe in your in your work where you're where you're under time pressure, where you're under stressful demands, and um, and and you need to get up there. You mm-hmm. need to be alert. You need to be um, focused, and um, and you need to be kind of um, using uh, all of the the energy that you have and um, to do what you do. And that's fine. That's okay. Um, but where the danger lies um, over the, the, the duration is that you're operating at that level continuously and and the problem is that a lot of people and it's not you know in the in the programs that I teach in in, in UCC we spend a, a good share of time just exploring what it means to, to, to develop that skill to stand and stare to, to actually take time out so that wherever you are be there if you need to be at 9 be there but also kind of be, be cognizant of the fact that and, and maybe develop the skills of and um, you know being where where things are are are, are and, and when you when you are on, on your time off or when you are on your holidays that you have this ability to 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 manage that space a bit more effectively We've developed an acronym uh, which is natural meds um, and it might just it might just help people you know that mindfulness is is one aspect of managing your mood um, and but exercise is another aspect of managing your mood um, and the acronym is M-E-D-S-S so the M is mindfulness the E is for uh, exercise and movement the third Um, element of that is diet and nutrition and you can bring mindful qualities to your eating as well Um, and increasingly that's kind of interesting and it's being explored scientifically Mm. and then you have the idea of um, sleep and it's it's Absolute and sleep hygiene is profoundly important to your well-being and and um, and mood as well. And then the final thing, which is problematic at the moment, which is the whole area of um, the social connection. Mm. Um, being socially connected is so important to our mental health. I think the important thing is to know that the only time that you're really present, really present to to, to, to whatever it is you're experiencing, is when you're aware of your breath. Mm. And just taking one mindful breath and all I just say is inhale for four, one, two, three, four, exhale for four, four, three, two, one. It's giving your body a chance just to to calm down.
0: There is such simplicity at the heart of what he was talking about. But I think, you know, we lose it so easily in the fog of busyness and distraction. So, you know, things Aren't necessarily easy for us at the moment, of course, but there is an opportunity there to embrace the idea of slowing down, reconnecting and becoming aware of our connectedness to ourselves, to each other, but also to the world around us, the world we live in. If you're heading out on a walk today, I hope you will experiment, as Hugh suggests, and just, you know, see how you get on. If you'd like to find out more about Hugh's work, you can find him at hoda.ie, that's h-o-d-a.ie, or pick up his book, Mindful Walking. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow when I'll be talking to cognitive behavioural therapist Neve Connolly about trying to balance our fight or flight response with rest and digest. I'm Janie Lanagon. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again tomorrow and in the meantime, take care.